it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to the Saturday, October 1st, ooh, 2022 Rutgers Scarlet Knights edition of the Land Grant Holy Land Tailgate Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Tamnini. Happy spooky season and happy homecoming. One thing that I do find interesting is that this is the fifth game of the Ohio State season. All of them have been at Ohio Stadium, so I'm not exactly sure where they are coming home from. Anyway, every Ohio State football game day this season, I will be kicking off your morning with all of the details that you need to be prepared for that day's contest, whether you are watching from your couch, at a sports bar, or even cheering on the Buckeyes from inside the stadium. This afternoon, inside the Cathedral of College Football, head coach Ryan Day's third-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes will host the Scarlet Knights from the State University of New Jersey, coached by former Ohio State defensive coordinator Greg Schiano. The game will be broadcast on the Big Ten Network at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time, where Brandon Godden will be on the call with former Buckeye great Joshua Perry providing color commentary and Rick Pizzo on the sideline reporting. As always, the game can be heard on both 97.1 FM and 1460 AM in the Columbus area and in various affiliates across the state. We're the best in the business. The voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, will be on the call, along with Ohio State and NFL legend Jim Lachey supplying color commentary and Matt Andrews on the sideline. As of recording time, the forecast shows 64 degrees under cloudy skies in Columbus at kickoff time, with a 15% chance of rain and wind around 15 miles per hour coming from the north-northeast. If you are heading to the game today, maybe jot this information down. The Horseshoes Wi-Fi password for non-students, faculty, and staff is OSU Fan Wi-Fi. That is lowercase OSU, capital F, lowercase A-N, capital W, lowercase I-Fi. 
As always, Ohio Stadium gates will open two hours before kickoff, so at 1.30 p.m. this afternoon. The doors to St. John Arena will open four hours prior to kick, or 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, if you would like to make your way inside to get the best seats possible for the Skull Session before the band's festivities get underway at 1.10 p.m., about 20 minutes earlier than normal. Tobiddle will welcome South Central High School's marching band for the Skull Session today as well. Starting at 12.30 p.m., Fan Fest will open on the South Lawn outside of St. John Arena. Today's ramp entrance will commence at 3.30 p.m., followed by a traditional pregame script Ohio. At halftime, prepare to go green, as not only will Tobiddle debut a new Shrek-inspired intermission show, but they will also apparently perform a special homecoming halftime script Ohio. Back in my day, the homecoming script Ohio was always saved for post-game, but I am dating myself a bit, and not to do that even more or to brag about my 20-year-old self, 21 years ago, I was on Ohio State's homecoming court. I lost, but hey, I got to wear a cool sash around the stadium for an afternoon. Anyway, moving on, coming into the weekend, Ohio State is ranked third in both the AP and coaches' polls, receiving four first-place votes in both. The Buckeyes sit just four points behind Alabama in the AP poll and 82 behind number one Georgia. On the coaches' side, they are 72 points behind the Tide for second, but only 77 points behind UGA for first. The Buckeyes are currently in a four-team tie at the top of the Big Ten East, as they are undefeated, along with the Knits and the Corn in Blue. Indiana is also 1-0 in conference, but did lose to Cincinnati last week in non-conference play. However, non-Big Ten games do not count in the divisional standings. Rutgers is tied with Maryland and Michigan State at 0-1 in the conference at the bottom of the Big Ten East. Over in the West, Minnesota, Iowa, and Northwestern are all tied for first place, even though Iowa lost to Iowa State in a very painful-to-watch El Asico game earlier in the season. And Northwestern has lost to every team on its schedule, except for Nebraska in Ireland during Week 0. Nonetheless, all three are tied for first place, but the Gophers are currently undefeated and ranked 21st and 23rd in the AP and coaches' polls, respectively. Even though sports betting will not be legal in Ohio until January 1st, let's turn our attention to the lines for today's game, which opened with Ohio State as 41.5 point favorites according to DraftKings Sportsbook, but that number has fallen a bit to 39.5 as of recording time with the over-under number set at 58 points. Since DraftKings is operated out of New Jersey, there are considerably fewer betting options for this game than normal because of hashtag legal reasons, um, but Ohio State is 2-2 two and two against the spread this season, covering in both of their last two games against Toledo and Wisconsin, respectively. Now, throughout the season, we have discussed the fact that the availability reports, or more accurately, the unavailability reports that are officially released by Ohio State are not really worth the paper that they are printed on, even though they are primarily emailed at this point. Mainly because multiple times throughout the first four games of the season, the Buckets have had players not mentioned on the reports, theoretically indicating that they would be active and playing, only to have them come out of the tunnel in street clothes. Head coach Ryan Day did address that during the media availabilities this week and said that the coaches and medical staff have gotten together on Thursdays this season to put those reports together, but that things have obviously changed on a handful of occasions after the fact. He indicated that they would make an effort to confab on injuries closer to game time in order to provide a more accurate representation of the state of the team. Personally, I am not going to hold my breath as it is 
been a steady and not so subtle march away from the open information era under Urban Meyer. And I don't fault Ryan Day for that by any means. But if you're going to put out an availability report, like at least make it accurate. If you're not going to make it accurate, just don't put it out. You are not under any obligation to do so like they are in the NFL. However, I think with the current state of gambling becoming more important for a lot of college football fans, some folks might start to pressure uh, Ohio State to do that, especially if sports gambling does become legal in Ohio. And I don't know all of the rules about whether or not you'll be able to bet on the Buckeyes in Ohio or not, but uh, that is something to consider. Nonetheless, the unavailability report is expected to be released two and a half hours before today's kickoff, so at 1 p.m. Throughout the week, Day has said that cornerback Denzel Burke is expected to return today. He was seen warming up before the Wisconsin game with a sizable cast on his right hand to protect an injured finger. But the coach said this week that the injury occurred so close to the game that they weren't comfortable having him go out there even with a club on his hand since they hadn't really had opportunities for him to either get used to it or to test it. However, after a full week of practice, Burke is expected to be back in the corner rotation. Whether or not he resumes his starting position is yet to be seen. Day was not as forthcoming about fellow cornerback Cameron Brown or number one wide receiver Jackson Smith in Jigba. However, JSN is not expected to play today and could miss next week's game against Michigan State as well as the Buckeyes will follow up that contest with a bye before facing Iowa and Penn State in back-to-back weeks to close out the month. On the other sideline, Rutgers' top two quarterbacks, dual threat option Gavin Wimsat and the experienced veteran Noah Vidraw, are both game time decisions, although neither played last week. If neither of them is able to go again today, sophomore Evan Simon will get the start. Rutgers comes into the game off of its first loss of the season after beating Boston College in a battle of Ohio State's 2018 and 2019 defensive coordinators, uh, then Wagner and Temple. The Scarlet Knights lost to Iowa last weekend by a score of 27-10. In that game, the aforementioned third-string quarterback Simon was 28-49 for for 300 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. On the season, the Rutgers offense is ranked 97th nationally, averaging 367.3 yards per game. They also come in with the 84th ranked scoring offense at 28.5 points per contest. They have been more adept on the ground, averaging 185.75 yards per game rushing, good for 43rd nationally, versus just 181.5 yards through the air, despite Simon's 300-yard day against the Hawkeyes. Rutgers' passing total puts them at 111th in the country so far this season. Unsurprisingly, as a Greg Schiano coached team, the Scarlet Knights have had their most success this season on defense. They entered today's game in the horseshoe with the ninth-ranked defense, allowing only 249.5 yards per game and giving up just 17.3 points per game, good for 25th nationally. They actually boast the second-best rushing defense in all of college football through Week 4, allowing only 56.5 yards per game and giving up only a pair of rushing touchdowns thus far. Their passing defense comes in at a respectable 36th nationally, allowing 193 yards per contest. Also of note, Rutgers has three combined punt and field goal blocks this season, We will talk about this a little bit more here in a bit, but Greg Shano's squads are always well-coached and well-prepared on special teams. 
To put Rutgers' national ranks in perspective, Ohio State enters the game with the country's second-ranked offense in terms of yards per game at 558.8, behind only Tennessee's 559.3, and Ohio State is third in points per game at 48.8, trailing only Oklahoma State and the team up north. The Buckeyes are 11th nationally in passing yards per game at 339 and 19th in rushing at 219.75. On defense, OSU ranks 18th in yards allowed per game at 283, and 21st in points allowed at 16. Looking at some of the individual statistical rankings, either due to just straight-up poor numbers or not having enough attempts to qualify, Rutgers does not have anyone in the top 100 nationally in either rushing, receiving, or passing at this point in the season. That being said, Joshua Youngblood is 5th in the Big Ten and 32nd nationally, with 28.3 kickoff return yards per game. OSU quarterback C.J. Stroud is currently 13th nationally with 305.5 passing yards per game, and he is tied for first with 16 touchdowns thrown. He, of course, is just one off the national lead in terms of interceptions thrown, as he tossed his first pick of the season against Wisconsin last week, shocking and confusing an entire Buckeye fan base that did not realize that Stroud was actually capable of doing that anymore. Anyway, after a quick break, we will wrap up today's show with some historical notes about the Ohio State and Rutgers series, the game's advanced analytics, and predictions for today's outcome. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back. Now let's take a look at the series history between these two teams. The Buckeyes and Scarlet Knights played their first game against each other when the latter joined the Big Ten in 2014. In the eight games since, Ohio State is undefeated, winning by an average score of 53.5 to 18.5. Rutgers has yet to hold the Buckeyes to under 49 points. In fact, Ohio State's median score is actually higher than its average at 54 points, while Rutgers is considerably less, coming in at just 10 points per game. From 2015 through 2018, Ohio State allowed Rutgers to score only a single touchdown in 2015 and a single field goal in 2018. Those two scores obviously provided the bread to a double shutout sandwich in 2016 and 17, including one that happened exactly six years ago today. Will we see history repeat itself? We'll find out in a few hours. 
Since then, however, Rutgers has done a better job of putting points on the board, going for 21, 27, and 13 in the last three seasons. Okay, let's take a look at the advanced analytics. The Buckeyes currently sit at number two in the SP Plus rankings from ESPN's Bill Connolly, behind only Alabama as Georgia's relatively close victory over Kent State dropped them to third after last weekend. The Buckeyes have the top-ranked offense and the 13th-ranked defense. Their special teams are slowly climbing back towards respectability, now out of the hundreds at 98th. Rutgers comes in at 77th according to SP+, with the 103rd-ranked offense, 32nd-ranked defense, and 42nd-ranked special teams. Connolly's model projects OSU to win by a score of 42-11. to That would be an under and not a cover if you are using SP+, for betting purposes. Connolly has predicted both an under and not a cover for Ohio State in each of the four games. But, as I've said before, SP+, has some sort of inherent tendency that is well beyond my mathematical understandings to undervalue OSU's offense, and this is going back multiple seasons, so take that for what it's worth. However, Connolly's model does give the Buckeyes a 97% win probability. ESPN's Football Power Index, a different analytics system from the worldwide leader than Connolly's SP+, also has Ohio State at second and gives the Buckeyes a 32.1% chance to finish the regular season undefeated and then to win their conference title. That is the best percentage in the country ahead of number one Alabama's 25.6% and number three Georgia's 24.2%. The formula also gives the Buckeyes a 24.2% chance to win the national title, a 5% increase from last week, and behind only Alabama's 38.6%. UGA comes in at 21.2%, and no other team is above Clemson's 4.8%. FPI does have Rutgers coming in at 79th. Finally, in the analytics section, the most fun predictions model that we look at every week, the NCAA Game Simulator. It spits out an average score of 43.3 points for the Buckeyes to just 11 for Rutgers, thanks to 962 simulations as of recording time. As I reminded folks last week, the more information that the simulator has to plug in as the season goes on, the more accurate its predictions will become. It does seem to be lining up fairly closely to Connolly's SP+. We'll see if that changes as the season goes on. The simulator shows just 4% of the simulated games were decided by less than 5 points, and only half of 1% went to overtime. The simulator had Ohio State winning 98.3% of the games and winning by more than 20 points in 80.1% of them. Conversely, they have Rutgers winning by more than 20 points only once in 962 sims, or 0.1%. That's a little generous NCAA game simulator, but whatever. Now, before I get into my prediction for the game, I want to run through some of the biggest non-Buckeye v. Scarlet Knight games of the day. All times, of course, are Columbus time. You can start your football-watching day with big noon action as the number four Har Boys travel to Iowa City to take on the Hawkeyes at noon on Fox. At the same time, over on ESPN, the number seven Kentucky Wildcats will visit the number 14 Ole Miss Rebels. Moving on, you might want to have as many extra screens available as possible during the Ohio State Rutgers window because there are a ton of interesting games this afternoon. Starting with number two Alabama and number 20 Arkansas on CBS, as the grandson of two Arkansas alums, let me just say officially, Woo Pig Suey. Then over on Fox, number nine Oklahoma State will visit number 16 Baylor, and on ABC, number 23 Florida State will host number 22 Wake Forest. Then at 7.30 on ABC, number five Clemson will lose to, 
I mean host number 10 NC State. I don't know if I'm actually picking the Wolfpack to upset the Tigers, but I am certainly hoping for it. And then Pac-12 After Dark has two games of note. First, number six USC will host Arizona State at 10.30 on ESPN. And then in a preview of a future Big Ten matchup, number 13 Oregon will welcome Stanford to Eugene at 11 on FS1. Okay, back to the Buckeyes. We all saw what Ohio State did to a considerably better program in Wisconsin last week, right? I think that things will be very similar to that, despite the fact that the Badgers are markedly better than the Scarlet Knights. The major difference, I think, will be that I wouldn't be surprised if we see a little bit of a letdown from the Buckeye players and coaches because they know how much better they are than the Scarlet Knights. I think they still thought that Wisconsin could put up a bit of a struggle last week. Obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, But I don't think that OSU will be as jacked up for the game as they were against the Badgers last weekend. Also, I don't think you can overestimate the respect that Ryan Day has for Greg Schiano due to their time working together in Columbus, and that Schiano was a kind of a mentor of sorts when Day was thrust into the head interim coaching position during Urban Meyer's suspension to start the 2018 season. I think those things will play factor in the outcome, but only in keeping the Buckeyes from making this a Toledo-like outcome, which they certainly could if they wanted to. Shano is clearly a great defensive coach, so even though his squad will be severely outmatched, I wouldn't be surprised if he can coax a punt or two, maybe three if you throw in some garbage time out of the Buckeyes today. You also always have to keep an eye on trick plays from Shiano's teams, especially on special teams. Day obviously knows that and will have his team prepared, but you can't fully prepare for something you've never seen before. And I imagine that Shiano will have some special tricks up his sleeve for the Buckeyes today. Ultimately, of course, that won't matter because the Buckeyes are approaching full Death Star mode four games into the season. I'm still unsure how to gauge when Day will pull his starters, especially with an open week looming following next week's trip to East Lansing. I would love to see both Kyle McCord and Devin Brown get some legitimate reps with the second team and even third team offense, but I think that we would need at least a 40 point lead to see Day do that. So we will see if and when the Buckeyes get there, but I do expect the starters will start to come out mid to late third quarter. I also believe that Stroud will throw for the most yards in his Big Ten career, going for 444, if I'm going to be exact about it, and six touchdowns. I think he will have 300 yards passing in the first half. I also think that OSU's first-team defense will hold the Rutgers offense to under 200 yards of total offense. Ultimately, I am going Ohio State 52, Rutgers 13, and those 13 are primarily going to come after the Buckeyes starters are out. All right, that's all that I have for you today. As always, Lane Grant Holyland will have you covered before, during, and after today's game. I will be mashing buttons on Twitter during the contest, so please follow and share your thoughts at LaneGrant33. You can also follow me personally at BWWMatt. And if you are not already, please subscribe to Lane Grant Holyland's one-of-a-kind podcast network, where we are turning out nearly two podcasts every single day during the football season to bring you all of the news, analysis, and discussions you need to be the most informed OSU fan possible, along with unique voices, topics, and perspectives that you didn't know you wanted. So, with all of that out of the way, thanks for listening, we will talk to you soon, and as always, Go Bucks.